Today's podcast of In Conversation with God on the Relevant Radio app is brought to you by ScepterPublishers.org. Scepter Publishers brings you the finest in Catholic spiritual reading. For more information, go to ScepterPublishers.org. Today's reading from In Conversation with God is for Monday of the 33rd week in Ordinary Time. The topic is, The Lord Never Withholds His Grace. Part 1. To pray more earnestly in moments of obscurity. Today's gospel relates an incident that happened as the Lord was going up to Jerusalem. As he drew near to Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. Several of the fathers of the church have held this blind man to be a symbol of those who do not have a clear vision of eternal light. There are times when the soul can experience obscurity and even blindness. The path that once seemed so clearly defined can become more difficult to make out. What was light and joy can now turn to shadows. Sadness can then overtake the soul. This situation may often be the consequence of personal sins or a failure to correspond to grace. As St. Jose Maria Escrivá tells us, perhaps the dust we stir up as we walk, our miseries, forms an opaque cloud that cuts off the light from above. Another explanation is that the Lord may permit the onset of a period of obscurity as a means of purifying the soul, of increasing our humility and trust in Him. When we experience this kind of trial, everything demands more effort. That is only logical. There are times when the devil tries to plunge us more deeply into sadness and undermine our dedication. No matter what its origin, what is a person to do in this quandary? The blind man of Jericho, Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, has given us a wonderful lesson— we should go to the Lord all the more earnestly. He is always near. He hears our prayer. He will respond in His infinite mercy. Even though it may seem as if He would pass us by, He is wholly conscious of our situation. Our prayers may be impeded by all kinds of difficulties. This is what happened to Bartimaeus. And those who were in front rebuked him, telling him to be silent. The blind man found his path to Jesus strewn with obstacles. St. Gregory the Great tells us, We may experience the same phenomenon when we want to return to God. Our past faults and failures seem to besiege our heart and becloud our understanding. Our spirits are thrown into confusion. It is as if our past sins wanted to silence our prayers. We feel the weight of our weakness and sins. Let us take a lesson from the blind beggar. But he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. The man whom the crowd wanted to silence raises his voice more and more. This is a model for us. The greater our interior confusion the more our difficulties on the way, so much the stronger should our prayers become. 
It appeared as if Jesus would continue on his way to Jerusalem without halting, but he called the blind man to himself. Bartimaeus drew near, and Jesus asked him, What do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, let me receive my sight. And Jesus said to him, Receive your sight. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God. At times, it is very hard to figure out the causes for such trials. We may not know the reason, but we can be sure of the remedy. It is persevering prayer. Again from St. Jose Maria. When darkness surrounds us and our soul is blind and restless, we have to go to the light, like Bartimaeus. Repeat, shout, cry out ever more strongly, Domini ut vidium, Lord that I may see, and daylight will dawn upon you, and you will be able to enjoy the brightness he grants you. Part 2. Spiritual direction is the normal means by which God acts upon souls. Jesus is the King of the universe. He is able to cure any malady that He wants. He worked certain miracles with a word, a gesture, sometimes from a distance. He also cured people in stages, as He did with the blind man in St. John's Gospel. In our day, Jesus often gives his light to souls by means of his church. When the Magi lost track of their star, they acted with common sense and asked the inhabitants of Jerusalem for help, eventually working their way up to Herod. St. Jose Maria tells us, But we Christians have no need to go to Herod, nor to the wise men of this world. Christ has given his church sureness in doctrine and a flow of grace in the sacraments. He has arranged things so that there will always be people to guide and lead us, to remind us constantly of our way. That is why, if the Lord allows us to be left in the dark, even in little things, if we feel that our faith is not firm, we should go to the Good Shepherd. He gives his life for others and wants to be in word and behavior a soul in love. Sinners though we are, we trust always in Christ's forgiveness and mercy. No one can be his own spiritual director without an extraordinary grace from God. We know how little objectivity we have in looking at ourselves. The passions make it difficult even impossible, for us to discern the right path we should be on. This is why Holy Mother Church has always recommended that her children receive personal spiritual direction. If we do not take advantage of the means for guidance that the Lord puts within our reach, how can we be so bold as to expect extraordinary personal illuminations from heaven? Jesus is ready to work miracles for souls, but he first wants to see sincerity and docility. The Lord will always give us his grace if we ask for it in humble petition. St. Teresa has written with her characteristic humility, Our prayer must therefore be very earnest for those who give us light. 
What should we be without them in the midst of these violent storms which now disturb the church? St. John of the Cross has concurred. He that desires to be alone, without the support of a master and guide, will be like the tree that is alone in the field and has no owner. However much fruit it bears, passers-by will pluck it all, and it will not mature. The tree that is cultivated and kept with the favor of its owner gives in due season the fruit that is expected of it. The soul that is alone and without a master and has virtue is like the burning coal that is alone. It will grow colder rather than hotter. Let us never fail to have recourse to the Lord, especially when the going gets rough. If we take advantage of the means of spiritual direction, the Lord will be able to work miracles with us. Part 3. Having Faith in the Efficacy of Spiritual Direction Through our participation in spiritual direction, we will learn how to identify our will with the divine will. Let us consider the case of St. Paul. Admittedly, he experienced a most unusual conversion, but afterwards God wanted him to be guided by other people. Ananias laid his hands on Paul, and immediately something like scales fell from his eyes, and he regained his sight. We have to see Christ in the person of our spiritual director. Like Christ, he will teach us, heal us, and strengthen our soul for the rest of our journey. We will benefit from spiritual direction only if we approach it with supernatural vision. Without this lively sense of faith, the exercise will be almost meaningless. At best, it will be an exchange of opinions. If we have the proper attitude, spiritual direction can strengthen us in our efforts to be identified with the will of God. We should not expect our spiritual director to resolve our temporal problems. Our spiritual director will help us in our struggle for sanctity. Let us always remember that his mission is thoroughly supernatural in character. We have to keep in mind that Christ and his church want to reach us through other people. Let us resolve to have more and more faith and trust in this spiritual assistance. Bartimaeus drew near to Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the light. We too can approach Christ through the person who acts as his instrument in our formation. Spiritual direction may be likened to a grand construction project. Again from St. Jose Maria. Have you seen how that imposing building was constructed? One brick after another. Thousands, but one by one. And bags and bags of cement, one by one and stone upon stone, each of them insignificant compared with the massive whole, the beams of steel, and men working hour after hour, day after day. Did you see how that imposing building was constructed? By dint of little things. A painting is composed of a series of brushstrokes, one by one. A book is written 
page by page. A cable is strung wire by wire so that it may support an enormous weight. If we make good use of spiritual direction, we will feel just like Bartimaeus after his cure. He followed Jesus with great joy, glorifying God. In Conversation with God is based on a seven-book series of the same name. It is produced by Relevant Radio in an exclusive partnership with Scepter Publishers. For more information or to order your own copy of the book, log on to scepterpublishers.org. Scepter is spelled S-C-E-P-T-E-R. That's scepterpublishers.org. This podcast is protected under U.S. copyright laws and is made possible through the generous support of our listeners. To donate, click the Give button on this app right now or visit RelevantRadio.com. Be sure to join us again tomorrow as we continue the conversation.